Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered as we continue the deep dive into the most elite of rugby league clubs, the Immortals. On episode one of this three-part series, we looked at the birth of the Immortals concept. We went through the 13 Immortals and importantly broke down the eras in which they all played. All of this directed at possibly, maybe, being able to work out or debate who you think should be next. On episode two, we started our look at the current Hall of Fame members after learning that the criteria for a mortal is the player must be a Hall of Famer. We're just over halfway through the list and quick bios for all the Hall of Famers. We continue. Hall of Famer 61 is the amazing Ken Irvine. Two premierships with the Sea Eagles in the early 70s, but he's most fondly remembered as a North Sydney Bear, a tally of 432 first-class games and a record-breaking 385 tries. Side note, was rated at 15 by Rugby League Week in the top 100. Have to be close, by those numbers anyway. Reg Gasnia, already an immortal. Ken Thornett, a Parramatta Eel from 1962 to 1971, and that was after six seasons at Leeds. He was the fullback in the Kangaroos tour of 63-64 when the Aussies won the Ashes back for the first time in more than half a century. His image we see all the time, little Arthur Summons embracing the monster that was Norm Proven. Five from five as an Aussie captain and captain coach of that Roo team Thornett and company dominated. A dual international that played just six seasons of league. Another dragon and this guy maybe had the best view of anyone. Johnny King more than held his own on the wing for that dominant dragon side of the 60s. Almost 300 games and over 200 tries. This guy was selected in the team of the 60s at fullback and ahead of Keith Barnes, Ken Thornett and Graham Langlands. That alone suggests he must have gone okay. Les Johns was a Newcastle boy that travelled to the Bulldogs and carved an impressive resume over nine seasons in Sydney. A four-time Premiership winner, another Dragon as Hall of Famer 67. Billy Smith played 16 seasons for the Dragons and won a handful of titles and cemented himself as one of the game's great number sevens. Graham Langlands, already an immortal. 
John Sattler, everything good about football on and off the field. He was a beast on it, a gentleman off it. Played just short of 350 first-class games, 10 seasons with South Sydney before finishing his career with Brisbane Norths. As South Sydney as they come, big Bob McCarthy changed the way second rowers played the game. He was the first wide-running back rower, and what a runner he was. The total footballing package, four premierships and an NRL Team of the 70s member. Six premierships, four-time Player of the Year, two-time Harry Sunderland medalist, a New South Wales Team of the Century, Australian Team of the Century, NRL Team of the 60s and Team of the 70s member. Ron Coote certainly ticked every box. Half rabbit, half rooster. Arthur Beetson, already an immortal. A country boy who came good in the city, John Lurch O'Neill played in nine grand finals, winning with Souths and then with Manly, didn't have a reverse gear and played 272 games between 1965 and 1974. Bob Fulton, Hall of Fame inductee 74, already an immortal. Tommy Terrific, Tommy Radonikus, Magpie and Jet, a halfback with a front rower's mindset. 403 first-class games, represented at all levels from 1969 to 1983. The great Michael Cronin, four-time Premiership winner that represented Australia from the bush initially before stamping his arrival in the big city with a career that saw over 3,000 points. Graham the Wombat Edie, arguably the most powerful fullback we've seen, changed the game in a wonderful career for Manly, an amazing talent, an ultimate team man. He was called the Prince of Centres, and Steve Rogers certainly was rugby league royalty. Two grand finals, three kangaroo tours, a Rothmans medal and a Dally M2, rated 31 in the all-time 100 list. Steve Mortimer, there was nothing he couldn't do. Four premierships, including one Man of the Match performance in 1985. 346 games, 355 points. Hey legends, we're getting close to 500 episodes. 500 episodes of Rugby League Gold that you can't or won't find anywhere else. The best thing about Unfiltered None of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. You can listen to any episode at any time. It'll make sense. Time to download the entire library of legends. Mr. Perpetual Motion, Ray Price, Jewel International and winner. Played above his weight weekly, yet there was no one more feared or revered. Four premierships and a man that turned the Eels into a premiership force in the early 80s. Hall of Famer 81, Mal Meninga, already an immortal. From rural Queensland to the big time, but a little fella, but he certainly was big time. Kerry boasted electrified crowds for the Roosters, the Sea Eagles and the Bears over a distinguished career from 1979 to 1990. Hall of Famer 83, already an immortal, Wally Lewis. The best many have seen, 
changed halfback play, changed the game, saw things no one else could see and did them like no one else could. The ultimate game manager, Peter Sterling from 1978 to 1992. Teammate Eric Groth, named at 54 in the top 100 list, like Cronin, Sterling and Price above, he too was a four-time premiership winner and the first of the big wingers. And what a winger he was. 218 games, 131 tries. If we're talking changing the game, it's this guy, Wayne Jr. Pierce. The mindset, the determination and the professionalism he brought to the game in the early 80s had never been seen. Tackle technique combined with power made Junior a force. The next two, same position, same era, same dominance, but completely different footballers and men. Wonderfully gifted. From the Magpies and the Bulldogs, Terry Lamb, and from the Eels, Brett Kenny, Hall of Famers 87 and 88. Gene Miles, the man's success followed, was a hard-running, beautifully balanced and powerful centre that transitioned into the back row. He was brilliant in both positions. Spent time in the UK with Wigan as a swan song, 320 games over 13 seasons. Blocker Roach led the Tigers' surge in the 1980s, uncompromising and an amazing motor for such a big man. 287 games and a Tigers favourite. Not just the face of a game, Andrew Eddingshausen had talent and strength in spades. On the field, there was nothing he couldn't do, and off the field, he was part of a marketing campaign that changed the game and its demographic forever. Almost 500 games for over 250 tries. Steve Walters, three premierships at the Canberra Raiders in 89, 90 and 94. 366 first-class games. Alan Langer, four premierships, 24 origins and 24 tests included in his 457 games. Laurie Daly, and we never saw the best of him, but what we did see, wow, superstar. Three premierships, two kangaroo tours, Australian captain and Dally M medalist. Team of the 90s member two, across 330 games and 14 seasons. The green flavour continues with Hall of Famers 95 and 96, Glenn Lazarus and Bradley Clyde, two absolute game changers and for much of their careers were regarded as the best at it, both multi-time premiership winners across their decorated careers. Brad Fittler, superstar teen to accomplished leader. Whether at three, four, six or 13, the kid had the lot. Evasive when needed, tough when it suited. Almost 450 first-class games, including 40 appearances for Australia and leading them to the 1995 World Cup. Andrew Johns, already an immortal. Shane Webke was built for Rugby League, or Rugby League was built for Shane Webke. Four premierships, over 300 games in the engine room, 12 seasons in the top flight. He excelled in every one of them. Hall of Fame inductee number 100, and if you're after records, 
Look no further than Darren Lockyer. Four premierships, two kangaroo tours, 38 times Australian captain, a Wally Lewis medalist, a Harry Sunderland medalist, a Clive Churchill medalist and a Golden Boot winner. 472 games, over 1,500 points. The best Kiwi of the lot, that's what Mark Graham was voted as, came to Brisbane following Graham Lowe and finished in Sydney with the North Sydney Bears. A mountain of a man, a born leader of men too. 29 tests for New Zealand, 18 of them as captain. Cliff Lyons, Bear and Eagle, from 1985 to 1995. A 300-plus gamer with two premierships on his resume, two Dally M's as well. Ricky Stewart. On the back of the Sterling era, Ricky took halfback play to a whole new level. The best pass the game has seen. A winner, as competitive a player to have played the game. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Gordon Tallis, time at the Dragons, on the sideline and at the Broncos, where he would carve his reputation. Injury cut short his career of 260-odd first-class games. Steve Menzies was the first of the New Age back rowers. Didn't stay in the middle, played wide and watched and learned from the best on his inside. Played 553 first-class games, scoring it right on a try every other game. Petro Sivanasiva was the ultimate front rower. The Fijian won two premierships in 98 and 06, and he played in over 400 first-class games between two clubs in the toughest position on the field. Craig Young, a style all to his own and so effective. Another on the list that played the inaugural State of Origin fixture in 1980. Premierships with the Dragons in 78 and 79 in a career that went from 1977 to 1988. Ruben Wickey, from flying winger, centre to powerhouse enforcer. Ruben made every team he played in better and made those around him better too. 381 games, including a record 55 test matches for his native New Zealand. Stacey Jones. Only three Kiwis are in the Hall of Fame and don't they deserve the recognition. The little general was just that. Amazing control and vision for the Warriors and for New Zealand. Danny Baderis, a Dally M medalist and state captain on 15 occasions, almost 400 first-class games, and his were always first-class. 
So there's your list of Rugby League Hall of Famers, all 110 of them, with 13 already in the club. There's 97 here listed as possible future immortals. If you're like me, you're probably more confused now than you were before on who you'll select. On episode one, we went through the eras of the existing immortals. Here's the snapshot of the eras they dominated. Pre-World War One, Dally Messenger, and also Frank Burge, who played into the late 1920s. The 1930s were Dave Brown and the 1940s Clive Churchill. The late 50s through to the 60s and into the early 70s, we're talking Norm Proven, John Raper, Reg Gasnier, Graham Langlands, Arthur Beetson and Bob Fulton. Six already from that era. Late 70s to early 90s, Wally Lewis and Mal Meninga. Then our final, almost recent era, that of Andrew Johns from the 90s on. So, who have you got? Who's your next immortal or immortals? It's been suggested, officially, unofficially, I guess, that an immortal is someone that's changed the game or had an impact beyond his career. That's per the NRL, who now have control of the immortal concept. So with that in mind, I can probably narrow my nominations down. And this is in order, depending on how many players they vote in. Actually, before I fire away, Cameron Smith is a lock. Just not now. An immortal 100%. But like those before him, in my view, he can wait. I've considered several things with my list, on-field performance obviously, but place or standing in the game is important, so too what period they represented. So yep, my first is another from that already dominant list of the 60s and 70s. I say he's a must. Ron Coote is an ornament to the game, an ambassador for the game, and a man that's everything good about rugby league. And if that's not enough, throw in six premierships, four Player of the Year awards and Team of the Century accolades too. Second on my list, I'd go with, from the 1940s through the 50s and into the early 60s, Brian Bevan. Australian-born, but played just eight games here. However, his longevity is so superior to anyone else's, he has to be celebrated in an era where there weren't as many players standing out. A 23-season career, 696 games for 796 tries, unheard of. Third, Peter Sterling, a four-time premiership winner who changed the game twice. Changed the game on the field, as we've discussed, but then changed the way we listened, watched and analysed the game on TV for twice as long as he played. Spoke sense and engaged a whole new audience as the game was growing in every direction. So there's my next grouping of immortals, three of them. Who have you got? Let me know on social media. Really keen to hear your thoughts. Who and why. 
I hope you've enjoyed something different with Immortals Week. It's been something to think about, certainly something to argue about. Next week, we're back to the Legends series, the Rugby League Superpod and the Dream Team episodes on the only podcast that talks with the Legends and not about them. Make sure you come back soon, Legends. Legends.